Good evening, ladies and gents, kings, queens, things, everyone, and everybody in between. I am Lee from the D, back with... Um, Siobhan, also known on Instagram as Shay's Beauty Diary. And this is Reality Rewind. I don't know what, because Alyssa's secret. This is Alyssa's secret. Alyssa's secret. Right. <laughs> uh, this is uh, Reality Rewind, and we are back um, with part two of RuPaul's Drag Race All-Stars 3. Yes. Um, we had a little bit of previous conversation about just kind of like talking about like the Which show I'm itself. Put a clip up because I wasn't paying attention at some point. He loves to do that. Yes. You know, I like things like in the raw and kind of caught off guard. You know what I mean? Like unsuspected. Yeah, but you love to put videos of falling asleep <laughs> or... I got one up of me spitting on myself. So it's perfect. I'm, I'm slaying But all that was us. in response to... <laughs> <laughs> no that was in response to trey trey song spit i know over. that's what i'm saying it was in response to when you spit that shit out i i died i was mad as fuck because yeah. i was both disgusted and deplored and slightly turned on minus the covid okay but anyway let's continue um, all stars so we were having a, a conversation about, um, and we'll get into this episode, but just a little bit foreshadowing, um, Kennedy and Milk. Um, mm-hmm. And we were talking about how uh, the Black queens get backlash for standing up for themselves or expressing yeah, themselves. The, the drag, well, like, we can address the drag race fan base in general. Yeah. And, uh, not only do the, back, the Black queens get backlash for standing up for themselves for yeah i mean you know what same thing too with some of the latina queens the like darker skinned latino queens. i was going to the queens of color in general yeah and the the ones who stand up in being queens of color because you yes. have those queens of color who are very much like oh but you know it doesn't matter and it's like not <sighs> those girls but the the queens of color that actually stand up and who they are yeah. It doesn't matter what they do, it's a ton of backlash. Like the fact that Bob, who won their season, has way less followers on Instagram than any of the white queens that was sent home first. Right. I mean, don't get me wrong. You know what the sad thing though is too? Like, out of all the black girls, Bob has like the most. Bob is doing the best. Yes. Yeah, and Which it's is like, like this is problematic. The fact that you got like, don't get me wrong. I do. I genuinely enjoy Trixie Mattel. Like, I don't want Same. this to come off like I'm bashing Trixie, but we do have to acknowledge that Trixie Mattel went home before Snatch Game on her season, and honestly, yeah. barely made it through this season. And barely covering. made it through. Like, let's this be honest. Season. But that first was, half was like, yeah, it was rough, but is probably the most successful queen from this show. Definitely. Definitely. Um, like undeniably. Yeah. Like you got like, you know, it's like all the, like even milk, milk went home early on her season. Milk didn't stay long. And on this season and as on well. This season. But milk's been in like British Vogue. Like, wait a minute. With great pop milk. <laughs> milk. 
<laughs> but it's like the white queens get a level of opportunity that aren't that isn't extended to the queens of color. Part of that is RuPaul herself. Part of that is the level of racism in the in the drag race fan base. Yeah. Um, I was um me and Nina. Nina Bonina Brown, we're having a baby. <laughs> on Instagram. We were talking Nina Bonina fan of uh, banana jamma. Me, my mo, Osama bin Brown. It's something like that. I can't remember what it is. But we were talking back and forth on Instagram recently because, um, you know, they were dragging her over something that really wasn't that deep. And I made a comment on one of her posts, like, y'all need to let this shit go, and they start trying to drag me, so... Girl, see, there you go. You already had the war with the preteens over on TikTok. You know, I now mean, you having a war with the drag fans over on Instagram. Listen, so we started... St- we were standing up for each other and shit, so we kind of had a bit of a... a little bit of a conversation. Nothing major, just, like, you know, a little bit in the comments or whatever like that, like... And I'm yeah. not... This is not my, like, friend. I mean, it'd be cool, but... I'm not saying this like this is my I talk to on a regular basis. It was a back and forth in the comment section. But it was just very much like a lot of the queens of color get a very bad rep. And then the white queens perpetuate that because even like, uh, and I like Thorgy, but Thorgy's one to do it. Her whole season, I'm set up Both so Bob seasons. can look good. I'm set up so Bob can look good. And then it's like, even and, and still season. said that this season about Shangela. I about like, say, oh well, you're set up to Shangela. win, right? And it's like, no, maybe they're just better than you. Also, too, I and not to be the conspiracy theorist, but to be perfectly honest, like let's be real, like Shangela in that moment really was set up to win. <laughs> like, really was. I mean, and Thorgy like was, saw it, but <laughs> this season was created for Shangela to get her her victory. But there I feel was like a it was either for Shangela or Bendel from well, like one of one of the it other. It was set up for one of those two to win, but at some point it was a pivot, and I guess they saw. Tracy well, when Ben quit, pivot. when Ben quit, and that final voting, yeah, that final voting, like we'll we'll get all into that. Yeah, we'll get into That's that when the pivot happened. Um, okay, so we covered episode one last week. Um, it was a very large episode because we had to introduce everybody. A lot of introductions and stuff. The next, yeah. The rest of the season will go really fast because uh, it's yeah. very long. So It's not. It's only like eight episodes. It's like season, eight episodes. So yeah. we can like, we can give like a, a, a well thought out, like pretty yeah, we'll researched episode, of it done but so it'll be quick. We might be able to finish it today. Um, not all of All Stars. Um, we'll see. Let's go. Yeah, Let's no, it definitely will be. Um, so Morgan is the very first person sent home. Which, um, bye, yeah, bye. Uh, it's also important to note that Morgan's uh mirror message was polite, and that becomes a thing this season. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so they're back, and um, they're back in the workroom. And they're doing the post wrap up. Um, ben talks about Morgan, but talks about sending Morgan home and exactly why. Ben- <laughs> 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 
What the fuck was that? My kid. She slammed into the God yeah. damn. Um, okay, so Bindula talks about um, sending Morgan home and the reason why, which is because Morgan was very blatant about how she's going to play the game. Um, ben also talks about the difficulty of having to make this decision, uh, you know, crushing one of the other girls' dreams of being crowned RuPaul's all-star queen of the year. Um, Brenda Lacrim gets on my nerves. Ben is just like such a like emotional wreck. See, the thing is, it could be authentic, right? It could be. But I don't understand why why people like that go to things like this. Like me myself, I know I'm an empath, and I, this shit will like drive me insane. So I would oh, I would be it. done because they talk. They've talked about the schedule that they like, had. Should, I, I would. I would be done. The schedule, the lack of sleep, and then having to make the decision for somebody else to get the fuck out. Right. Shit would because that all that scheming and game plan. That's not for me. Like I don't do that, and I don't understand why people who are empaths that way do this would do this. Like I don't get it, and you see it on all of these like competition shows. You see it on like Hell's Kitchen, Ink Masters, all of these competition shows. It's always the one or two that's like complete and total wrecks because they have to play the game. Yeah. And it's like, bitch, what did you think was going to happen? Like, it's like... Uh, It's funny, too, because, I mean, obviously, Ben becomes like the the front runner. And actually, I think still holds the record for most wins in any season (laughs) ever, like worldwide. Although I didn't Um, agree with all of those wins, but sure. I agreed with most of them. Some of them, I was like, meh. I didn't agree with all of them, but go on. Um, But that's the same for Ben's season, though, because it was Ben was heavily favored in his season too, and then it was like once. Yeah, well, their season. um, She started to crack. That's when they shifted. Like it was. No, they always had an eye on Bianca because Bianca, you couldn't help but have an eye on Bianca because she was always consistently. The eye was on Bianca. The door was such a mess. Like. Their season Adore had, had like very um Adore and Laganja made great TV because they walked in the door even after Laganja, like Adore no, no, no. and uh, saying, Bianca's like, relationship. Adore made, see what happened was with Adore, it was like the Adore Laganja drama, and then Laganja was gone because Laganja fell apart. Yeah, left, and then it was like this budding friendship between Adore and Bianca, and how Adore was the only one that could make Bianca be nice, right? Yeah. They and all had this very distinctive personality. Yeah, like, like that's very and Cor- even Courtney. Who I else like Courtney. I know a lot I like Courtney too. I, li- I, I liked everybody Courtney. on that season. Pretty I much. did too. That was the only season I think I liked the whole cast. I can say that. Yeah, I can say that. I can definitely yeah. say that. Yeah. Because that, that season, they all were, and I, I follow most they of them. They were all, like, even if the looks weren't that good, they were all very talented. In they were all ways. super talented and not like irritating you know what I'm yeah. saying? like that was one of the few seasons where it wasn't so much about playing the game it was very much like we're all just gonna do the best and the one it just is was, what it is yeah. that was one of the few that really one of the only ones where I felt like everybody went home when they should have yeah I felt like all the judging was really fair and impartial when I felt you know what I'm saying when I agreed with all everything like yeah 
and usually I don't get that because it's one, it's either the ones that like the the judges will favor somebody and they'll give them way too high critiques when they don't deserve. Yeah, or, and what I actually see in this episode, judges not even understanding, they always talk about, oh, you should know these references and not even knowing the references their damn self. Exactly. Yeah, there's that. <clears throat> and it's like, one of my biggest complaints about this show has always been like, RuPaul and Michelle Visage have a very narrow version of drag. And if yeah. you don't fit it, they don't like you. You know, it's this very like, campy version of pageant drag yeah like, they want you to be, to be funny they want you to be beautiful or at least in, queen uh, on interesting looking in some concept of it like there's there's like there's these markers that they want you to yeah hit. and then you have to get all these obscure eight 70s and 80s references when most of these girls weren't even alive when this shit was happening and that's that always has that always has bugged me about drag race and they're like well you need to know your history and you need to know these references it's like yes it is important to know it is important to know the history that you know right that you know but so much more has happened. Because a lot of these references are very, like, white-centric. Yes. And, and from, like, from the 70s and 80s. It's from the 70s and 80s, but it's also very white-centric. Right. And I can tell like, me, myself, I have seen John Waters movies, but my mother's also a Hall & Oates fan, so duh. I but, mean, I love John Waters. Like, I definitely love John Waters. But, but you, even but there's the not enough is, of references to that. There was just no, like season seven. The, yeah, well, you know. But it's like, I grew up in a household where, again, my mother's a giant Hall & Oates fan. So we grew up in a household where we were exposed to more than just, like, Motown. Right. That's not common for a lot of Black people. Like, well, no, it's people. not. So it makes sense. They wouldn't get a John Waters reference. They don't know that's they it too. For that. You know what I'm saying? It makes sense they wouldn't get moonstruck. They ain't grow up listening to Cher. It no. makes sense that, like, I grew up in a household where we, my mom loves moonstruck. So I saw, I've seen that movie a million times. You know, I grew up knowing right. Cher was. I grew a lot of black kids don't grow up like that. So this show is really designed to cater to the white people anyway. Yes, it is. Because yes, it is. RuPaul has a very whitewashed version of drag to begin with. It's not a whitewash. I'm going to say this. It's not necessarily a whitewashed version of drag. It is, in fact, it is, in fact, I, I put it this way specifically, it is what is accepted in um, mainstream, not queer, but gay culture. Well, and, yeah. and what I mean and why I removed whitewash. whitewash, why I removed whitewash from it is that would indicate that it's centered that this idea of queerness centered around anything other than whiteness to begin with it's always been white centric it ain't been washed it just always has been okay. you get what i'm saying yeah because a lot of the white gays love to say that she like oh i'm really a black woman on the inside and yeah then, like it's, well, it's always no, been so there. Okay. it's always been white centric like I'll, 80s I'll go with that. like you look at something like the way that people even remember um the aids epidemic it's usually white faces it's very little do you know like they're still very much so an AIDS and, and even when they retell the history of that's being willingly ignored 
even when they retailed his walls, they completely erased the black and brown gay and trans people who were really the ones at the forefront they don't right which there were and hit the the cackle too is which there were but it weren't the two that we were thinking like it wasn't marshall p johnson she actually is on record saying it's like no i was uptown <laughs> yeah, no, it she was, was like, I was heading that way, but I, I, no, she, I was, wasn't there. she was involved in other ways, but definitely not, definitely not in, in that, that moment. particular event now. Yeah. Um, okay. So, um, Aja talks about how she was going to send Chi Chi home, and Chi Chi was like, Yeah, I can see it. Like, Chi Chi, I love Chi Chi. She's just like, Yeah, I, I get it. She's very realistic. Chi Chi's realistic. Not- Going into this, I really did not know she was a part of this. And I got very, very, very sad because I always have adored Chi Chi's honesty and the. Yeah, Chi Chi's just like, like, I don't give a fuck about y'all. She's really talented, but also very aware that she had work to do. She yeah. didn't have those delusions of grandeur. She didn't have the, that, like, I'm better than everybody. Like, no, but Chi Chi had the opposite. Like, Chi Chi, Chi Chi, she was self stumbled and stopped herself. That's it. Yeah. She was self deprecating to a fault, but it was an endearing type of self deprecating. And honestly, that's what really hindered her in this is her, like, she, because she could have done it. She could have made it. She could have, but she was really insecure that she didn't have the money or the costumes the other girls had. Yeah. And that was the same thing that killed her on her season, too. Her insecurity about not having the money or the costumes that the other girls had and then come yeah. to find out she didn't have it because she was paying medical bills because she was so damn sick. Also, too, like, even not having that money, like, sis made it to the top four. Like, sis, sis made, made it to the top four. And that was a well-deserving top four, That's too. also the same thing I say about Evie Eiley. Oh, yeah. Also very, very sick, but also very sickening and yeah, like, mama one. <laughs> like, stupid talented. Yeah. But um, I'm nervous for Evie. I don't know how much longer she's gonna be able to do it. Knock on wood. Yeah, I'm very nervous for Evie and this her joint problems. Yeah, yeah. Um, it's a genetic. It's a, something genetic. I remember her talking about it, but I can't remember what the details are. I watched the um the special on the Vegas Review. That was. Let me tell you, I want my money back. I'm good. I don't need to see Nebraska, Iowa. I don't need to see Milwaukee. I don't need to see Omaha. I don't need to see none of that. I'm good on that. Nebraska gets on my nerves. Why? Nebraska was doing. Why is she here? Why is she here? Why is she part of the show? I just saw this bitch did an interview like a week or two ago. It's like, why are you doing it? You're not a root. Like you're not on. You were a guest. You weren't a contestant. I do think it's really sick that Mama came for the uh, the makeover challenge, trying to understand his gay brother, and then the, uh, this brought him right on out the closet. I thought and he was the gay brother. No, he was trying. He said he came there trying to understand his gay brother, and this brought him right on out the closet and right into the drag race. Right on in the Darian, <laughs> uh, Dar- I almost said Darian Blake. Derek Berry. I'm mixing names up. I combine two people. Right into Derek Berry's throuple. <sighs> um, okay. Derek Berry gets on my nerves too, though. I know. I hate Derek Berry. I really don't like Derek Berry. And the funny thing is, I've seen Derek Berry perform like three or four times. No, I mean, he performs ass off just a 
disgustingly horrible childish race. fucking person. It was before Drag Race. It was like I went Same. to Vegas and Derek Barry was part of the Divas brunch. Doing I've seen singing. like YouTube videos plus before Drag Race, Derek was actually doing more other television shit. Yeah, so we've like, seen I've, Derek Barry for I've, quite some time. I've seen I saw like I said, I saw him during Divas brunch during Britney. And that's when I saw Chad Michaels' share. And, like, I've seen all the Vegas RuPaul girls. I've seen them all before Drag Race. Right. <laughs> and they, yeah, they're certain. Chanel, because she was on, like, season two. So that's the only one I didn't see till after Drag Race. Um, well, speaking of um, drag brunches and paying homage to Divas, which is all what this those Vegas shows are definitely all about, mm-hmm. um, RuPaul Divas, walks in. Divas drag brunch is great, though, if you ever get a chance to go. Maybe it's a little. No, it was a good time. Uh, no, I mean I know it's a good time, but it's the we're still in a. I know we're still stuck in the a, a pan's labyrinth, but if we ever at some point get out of this motherfucker, then never. Yeah. I will be watching. I'll watch the bitches from the comfort of my home because they do it online, and I'll no, make some French toast. <laughs> I'll throw some dollar bills at the screen. Because in about a year, we're gonna be at her. That's right, bitch. <laughs> in about a year we'll be at make her it work girl and it'll if be it's like, up then it's up then it's up because you know the flu was a pandemic as well at one point so well maybe maybe I mean I am there. interested I do want to go and it's see, a like, virus so I mean it'll get there you know it's just, I do want to go and see like a good like a good fun show like I a did really enjoy I've always enjoyed the Vegas drag shows literally they've never disappointed me well, speaking of the divas, uh, RuPaul walks into the workroom and um, they are, it's been told that they're going to do an homage to VH1 Divas Live. Um, they resurrected, quote unquote, resurrected that shit out of nowhere. I used um, to love Divas Live. I used I to love it too, and I don't understand why it doesn't come on anymore. Because they was like, girl, we ain't got to do this. <laughs> we got enough shit to do. <laughs> <laughs> That's fair. Um, so RuPaul starts to dole out who is going to be who, which everybody knew beforehand who they were going to be. I don't think... they was prepared with the drag. Like, right. Like, it's a surprise, but you ain't just have this shit here. Right, it wasn't... And plus, it wasn't like a design challenge, how it used to be back in the day. Exactly. You would get this, and it would be a design challenge. Like, this Um, is like... You knew, girl. They told you to bring this but all stars don't really have as many design challenges as like no, and even regular seasons don't have that they many don't design have as challenges as they anymore. used to. They have right. like one max two, like one is going to be the ball, and yeah. then there be might be one other off one, one other like weird one. I still yeah. have my favorite design challenge when she told she gave him that box of bullshit out the back of that truck and said, "Make it work." <laughs> Which time? Because she did that. Multiple times. The when Some they early the, seasons, uh, that was like a standard challenge. When they like, were okay, giving, this is going to happen. Where they were giving, not the one where they was giving like the curtains and shit. The one where they gave them, um, it was like one was like country and one was trash. And, you know what I'm saying? The, the uh, yeah, okay, I know which one. Four I think I know what you're talking about. Shit. That shit, she got in the back of that truck and said, here, make it work. Like, <laughs> Um, so the lineup is as follows. Uh, Milk is Celine. Kennedy is Janet Jackson. Jackson. Uh, Aja is Amy Winehouse. Chi-Chi is Patty. Miss Patty LaBelle. I love uh, Chi-Chi is Patty and I love Aja as Amy Winehouse. 
Yeah, I mean, those, those, all of this makes sense. They all make sense for who these people are, yeah. Yeah. Um, Trixie is Dolly Parton. Shangela is Maria with an H. Uh, Thorgy is Stevie Nicks. Bindala is Julie Andrews, which was, uh, that that took me out because I just kind of cackled at that. That was funny to me. Because I was thinking funny. maybe like a, a Carly Simon or something like that, but not Julie Andrews. I enjoy um, her as Julie Andrews, although I don't like her. <laughs> fair. And BB is Diana Ross. Um, so all of the... Which is just BB. Like which is just BB. <laughs> which literally is just BB. It's just um, BB without the African prince. <laughs> that's it. And the rat is I'm pussy Um... So, like, every every diva given to all of the cast definitely fits the personality. Um, Thorgy states that she's excited about uh, playing Stevie Nicks, but also she's scared about playing Stevie, Stevie Nicks. And she feels like she's set up to fail, and she references, she goes, she, she says this, when have you ever seen Stevie Nicks do, Nicks do something and a bunch of gays go, oh, bitch, you did that. Yes, bitch, work. I mean, it's Stevie Nicks. It's like all What are you doing to Stevie Nicks? Stevie Nicks? Yes, that's what I was like. What are you talking about? Like, Literally all the fucking that time. Are you Nicks. dumb? I've done that just simply to the radio listening to Landslide. Like, what are you talking about? Stevie Nicks flicks that damn scarf, and here we go. The gays And spins with that fringe. Right, we're not about to act like shit. The gays know up for Stevie Nicks so much, they made her a, a central part of American Horror Story. Right. We're not about to act like the gays don't go up for a Stevie Nicks. No, the gays, the gays, the white gays love them. The white gays love a Stevie. I love a yes. Stevie. Yes. Well. They I, live I, think for I have Stevie. all of Fleetwood Mac now that I think about it. I like um, Mac, but also, like, <laughs> you know. So, milk is very confident and in her Celine because the person who did the prep work for the milk soon during Celine Dion's wedding <laughs> told her it was good. Now, it was Celine's um, wedding planner, I believe, or someone associated to the wedding. The wedding coordinator told her that this was a great Celine. So yeah, Milk's sure. like, I was just like girl, I'm about to win this. Celine it's like is RuPaul. like, girl, y'all did this. This is why we have to be involved. That know. was, you know what though? We'll get into Trixie's RuPaul because I have a slight defense for that. It just, it just was poorly planned. But there was, you know, I will get into it. Um, <laughs> so Milk is just like, oh, I got this, and and everyone, Trixie and I can't remember who else was standing there with her. Trixie was asking her, well, what are you going to wear? And <laughs> Milk is like, oh, yeah, I'm wearing this two-piece black Versace dress with this silver leotard underneath. And everybody's like, wait, what? It's like the only thing we really know her for is that that men's suit that was like turned backwards like back in the day. He's like, now no, I'm going to do this because her fashion knew. stars on the ride. This is the wild part because I actually knew the exact Met Gala look she was talking about. I did but too, but I was like, I'm that's not a good one. Who follow, like who actively seeks out to see the fashion from the Met Gala. Same. There was a point where there's been a couple times where I've because I know somebody who lives across the street from Lincoln Center. Mm -hmm. So I've gone to their house just to watch the girls 
arrived to go to the Met Gala. Yeah. Like, it's... But if you're not into it like that, you would never fucking know. Like, I can tell no. you here... Beyonce wore the teardrop dress that looked like the bitch's teeth hanging off her dress. I can tell you what year, like I can, I can tell you what year that Kim Kardashian wore the raindrop look. I could tell, like, and the couch yeah. look, and the I can tell you that because I follow this shit. Like, yeah, which you know what too though, there definitely is something to be said and slightly foreshadowing the reception of Milk's look versus Kennedy's look. But yes. that we'll get into that. Yes. Um, yeah, Milk said that that sis's fashion star is the more you know. You remember that line overhead? Mm-hmm. He said uh, Celine's fashion star is Haley's co- fucking comment. Uh, so they then begin to practice with the divine Mr. Todrick Hall. I don't know why I said divine. I kind of stumbled over the words, and that was the first thing that came out. Um, with Todrick Hall. Todrick is super talented. I just didn't want to call his ass divine. Todrick is very talented. Todrick also, Todrick annoys me to, a lot because he very much plays to the white gays and he wears color contacts, which stresses me the fuck out. Like, Todrick just gives me <laughs> mean gay. Very much. Very much. It's very much like, especially mean to the black gays. Todrick gives me I only hang around white gays and white women and you Negroes stay over there and I'm going to pop in my hazel context and I'm going to call you fat and everything else. Yeah, I just, I don't know. I don't know Todrick on a personal level in any way, shape, from a fashion. It's just how it's like, I'm basing this on how I perceive how he That's how Todrick presents to me. Todrick could very well be the nicest person in the world. I don't know. Very much so. But this is how Todrick presents to me. I don't know, though. According to Manila Luzon, um, you know Manila Luzon, the one who keep on losing. Mm -hmm. Um, Apparently, Todrick had her booked for a show and he didn't full pay her the full amount. But that was years ago. I don't know nothing else about that. That I've heard that too. There's I've heard we've all heard things baby. about Tadra. So. Yeah, we've all heard Tadra's kind of an asshole when the diva like this motherfucker wasn't making YouTube videos of Disney songs just not that long ago. I mean, still though, and no shade, no shade. But once again, these are all what unsubstantiated rumors. I appreciate what Mama did with Brandy just recently, and the you know. Oh my God! I forgot that that was a thing. I was like, is this you? I appreciate Todrick for his talent, but I've heard Todrick ain't that nice of a person, but I don't know, so I can't talk about it. That's it. I I mean can't can't really talk about it too much. It's just rumors. Um Shangela was Shangela was in her mode and everyone was annoyed and rightfully so because that was rightfully so mom was doing a lot, but also I enjoyed it for television purposes. Right. I mean I enjoyed it even even like just for humorous purposes. But yeah, it's like, okay, this is going on. She would have got on my fucking nerves. Yeah, it's like oh, ha ha ha, you dumb bitch. But then it's like okay, we need to, we need you to get this shit together. Like we have shit to do, bitch. Like it's like. Um. So uh, they're talking about after rehearsal, where pretty much everybody, yeah, pretty much everybody is kind of on shaky ground as far as um the dancing goes. They're talking about the perception and how they were seen with their previous seasons on Drag Race, and. Kennedy 
starts to talk about like um how she, she didn't know she had like a resting quote unquote resting bitch face. That was the best way I could put it. Yeah. Um Kennedy just Kennedy just has one of those faces that if she like nothing's wrong, she's just like Kennedy's like me. Yeah, it just looks like that's just her face. It's just you're just gonna it's just what I look like. I don't know. And I think this is when she was also talking about like, oh, that feeling of um the other girls and being at meet and greets and everybody running and lining up for the other girls first and then treating her like a secondary thought. Oh, that might have been last yeah. week. Um, but I feel like a lot of this goes hand in hand um, with just kind of Kennedy's narrative throughout all of this. Because um, I feel like like it's just a slow build upon those things. Yeah. Um, Thorjeet, <laughs> Thorjeet's talking and Chi-Chi was just like, yeah, that bitch was jealous of Bob. <laughs> and that's literally all Chi-Chi says about Thorgy throughout the entire time, through her entire time being there. Because Chi-Chi didn't really fuck with Thorgy. That's why, I like, seeing Thorgy cry on that, like, seeing Thorgy and all these fucking emotions on that, like, and then maybe after the season, they, they ended up vibing. But from all we saw, Chi-Chi didn't really fuck with Thorgy. So to see all this outpouring emotion during that tribute to Chi-Chi was very strange to me. Right, like, why? It was like, did you, or are you like that relative that shows out at the funeral because you know you wasn't doing right to begin with? We also don't know what the relationship was after Real Life All-Stars. It's just a real hard juxtaposition. Yeah, I was like, it could have been totally different after, you know, by the end of everything and everything like that. You heard my kids. That's what you were hearing. Bitch, I thought that was somebody at my door. <laughs> you heard my children. But it's like, because their bedroom is like on the other side of this wall, so you can hear my children. Oh, okay. But, uh, it's like, it, it again, because we don't know too personally, it's just kind of like what we saw. It was weird. And then like, because I've, I've fo- I followed Chi Chi on Instagram and I would never see any interaction between her and Thorgy. I never saw her. Like she posted with all the girls never saw Thorgy. So like publicly it seemed as they didn't fuck with each other. So right. to see all this emotion just felt weird to me. It I'm not saying weird. it wasn't genuine. It just felt weird based on everything that we saw. Yeah. Yeah. Um well opening up the show is and I still I cannot get over why this like why this like i I still like like why this look you see this shit bitch why (laughs) this bitch looks like an angry cockatoo like an angry evil cockatoo it's a very bad version of the look that celine exactly it is and then you got this fucking peanut butter because this thing because um um i almost said will uh milk did peanut butter yeah um so milk is the opener and does peanut butter and it is a interesting experience it was it was something <laughs> that's why i put it that way it was, it was something. an experience um i wouldn't suggest having this experience in your life but you know sometimes bad things happen if you've never had it you're fine without it I'm yeah sorry. Um, and then we move into Kennedy, who does charisma, uniqueness, nerve, and talent. Um, Kennedy has like 
and everybody knows it. Kennedy has probably the hardest choreography throughout the whole um yes, the whole she's show. Because she, because she's playing Jenna Jackson. So I don't give her a pass for that. No. I my thing is is like, yeah, the bitch didn't know the words, but once again too, like she had the hardest choreography as well. But she's also a dancer. So. She's also she is also a dancer, but I I'm still like I'm bitch you doing kicks and flips and, and shit. And I like, didn't like her look. Her look didn't give me Janet Jackson. See, complete opposite. If it, the color was off, but it was it was that um her and Buster Rhymes. I didn't like it. It didn't it didn't look it looked cheap to me. I did not like it. And I love Kennedy. I did not like that look. I like this. I, I know. This. I like this look, and I felt be. it read more than. But that's the thing. The I knew Dion. exactly what it was attempting to be. Right. But anybody who doesn't know that song would not get this. And just that's like, actually what I wanted to talk about too. Just with, like the like, same. Oh, thing. knowing your references. Milky Kennedy had the same problem. If you don't, if you're not in this niche area, you would not understand. Like, why not do Rhythm Nation? Everybody knows that look. So, well, this was my thing. This was my thing. Um, that song specifically, that song specifically was a very black Janet Jackson song. Very much so. And that was my sticking point for it was Carson was like, oh, well, this doesn't read as Janet Jackson. It's like, it does. This is it just does, a very black Janet Jackson. You don't get it because you don't know that song. And but it's still a saying. legitimate reference point. And it, instead of acknowledging the, that and saying you didn't said, do this well, it was just completely unacknowledged as even being a Janet Jackson. But reference. you know what though? Because I that was like no. I would have said the same thing if Shangela would have pulled out the Harley Davidson crop beater with the leather jacket, Harley Davidson visor, and the Booty shorts from Mariah Carey. You that doesn't don't negate know what I'm talking about. But that doesn't negate the fact that that's still a diva reference point. Yes, and this is still a big doesn't. period in their career. It doesn't. But the thing like is, it's one thing to not do it well, but it's something no, totally different to not acknowledge it. Say, if and that gonna, was an unacknowledging moment. No, I'm because if they're gonna read milk for her, her Celine Dion look that nobody gets, which they didn't though. They, they didn't read did. her for that. No, they didn't. No, they didn't. They didn't read her for that at all. They did not read her for that at all. They didn't say anything about that Celine Dion reference point. Milk was safe. So they didn't even talk to Milk. Oh, then that nigga. Right. That's why I have the that's why I have the issue that I have. Okay, then you that get makes it? my point not valid. I thought they read her for it, but I also no, not at all. a couple of weeks since I watched it, so I don't remember. No, girl, they skated milk. Milk was safe. Milk okay. was safe. Remember, yeah. that's when the bitch was in the back going, this is bullshit. Really? Oh, Those three. Yes. Uh, yes. Three. Yes. It yes. Been me. <laughs> As if the these motherfuckers can't hear you. As if that you also, don't have a mic on. That also wholly negates my point. Okay, continue. So you get <laughs> what I'm saying? Like, it's not it's one thing for the reference point to be but, bad, but, but it's something also, totally different to just like admonish and treat it like it didn't exist. But that, that is also goes back to my way. earlier point about RuPaul going for these very white centric versions of what drag is, of what gay culture is. And it goes back to that. And so do the right. Because this is a very white centric show. 
I'll also give Vanessa Williams too when she was like, yeah, you didn't quite dance like Janet because um, Kennedy didn't really. Uh, Kennedy was just dancing. <laughs> Kennedy was just like, all right, let's just get this shit done. Because <laughs> you got me doing all this fuck shit. And I got to try and remember these stupid ass words. Nigga, fuck this. So also, I, Kennedy had a dumbass song, so I hate that fucking song. Charisma, you need this. <laughs> that shit was awful. That shit was awful. But you know, RuPaul got to make a song out of everything. In I addition mean, to still and money and money, they do it. In addition to still saying, oh yes, 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 they do an homage every year. A homage, a whole ass episode dedicated to nothing more than paying homage as you New Yorkers like to say mm. to RuPaul <laughs> in reality it's not so much to RuPaul homage homage I'm like a homage it's not like a hot sandwich so somebody did say why do, why do they only do RuPaul songs? I was like, because in reality, they ain't got to pay nobody to clear RuPaul songs. That's why they only... Uh, no, they got to pay RuPaul to clear those songs. Well, no, that's what, <laughs> no, that's Mama's what making coin. Nobody other than RuPaul gets paid. That's what, nobody other than RuPaul is making money off this show. That's why they only do Ru- RuPaul songs. You do a fair price too. The production company's happy. You're happy. Every yeah. new song you come out with ends up being it's a closing track. Here we are. Yeah. Right. Which gets into Snatch Game, but we'll get there. Yeah. <laughs> um, after Kennedy comes Aja, who I thought was pretty good. Um, she does a Amy Winehouse esque version of uh, Wear It Well. Um, Chi Chi follows, and I do not think Chi Chi did that great. I didn't either. There were like points where Chi Chi forgot what she was doing because she was too busy trying to be Patty. She forgot the words. She forgot the moves. She forgot. <laughs> she was just gone. I was just the like, look okay. Was good, though. The look was good for Patty. Yeah, for Patty. The look, look was, was good, good, but Chi Chi ain't know what the fuck's going on. No, Chi Chi had no fucking idea. Like, not a single fucking out. No. Um, you know whose performance I really did enjoy was the person following Chi-Chi, uh, Trixie. I feel I, like Trixie like actually did Trixie. better than um, she than they allowed her or judged they her gave to her be. credit for, yeah. Yeah. Like, I think, I thought she was, like, highly, like, highly entertaining, and she mm-hmm. knew the words. It was like, okay, this is fun. Uh, followed by Shangela. And once again, totally see how Thorgy was like, yeah, this is set up for you to win. Um, because Mariah's part was one very limited. She was doing two the was part nothing but comedy. And the least amount of movement. The, the least amount, amount of everything. Like, and don't get me wrong, Shangela still pulled through and made that um, personable and hilarious, and gave a physical form to it. But the actual written word was definitely like she definitely had the easiest part comedy. to carry. Yes. Yes. Um, yeah. Then we're followed by Thorgy, whose Stevie Nicks was. Thorgy uh, in a wig. <laughs> yeah. Thorgy in a blonde wig. Yeah, it was like Thorgy in a wig, high on Xanax, trying to find their way out of a grocery store. 
Yeah. <laughs> um, followed by um, my favorite performance of the night, uh, Ben De La Creme is truly Andrews. I did enjoy that. Ben murdered that shit. It's like, very, that very was like okay. but I really enjoyed that one. And Ben De La barely missed any words. Never and was getting never missed a step. down. I thoroughly enjoyed Bendela Kerm as Julie Andrews. This you remember one during judging, I was like, Mama deserves to win this. I definitely. If you remember during judging, um, RuPaul was like, "Yeah, I don't even know the words to that song. It took me five days to record it." <laughs> yeah, I was like, "Yeah, no, it took me five days." To that shit. So I'm yeah, also not 100 percent sure that RuPaul don't snort coke, but you know I'm not gonna go there at all. A, going it's nowhere a, near there. It's a rumor. I mean in the past, definitely. Currently, it's a rumor I've heard. I don't know how current or past it was, but it's something I've heard. I like I said, past definitely. Currently, I don't know. Um, after Ben, we get. BBS Diana Ross, which was hilarious because oh, it was just BB. BB. <laughs> it was just BB with a wig on, with a big it was wig BB on. With her wig on, the same <laughs> thing. That's the wig she wanted, like BB and her wig. <laughs> it was BB without the rat, rat, like, It was just like it was American BB. That's it. Without the no. It was African royalty BB without the patterns. That's it. Without the patterns. Yes. It was was regal creature. Instead of patterns. Right. It was. She just wasn't talking about, yeah, I'm pussy bitch. Um, Yeah. Which it was cute. And the girls wrap it up. The girls get their critiques. Um, Our bottom two are Kennedy and Thorgy. Um, our top two are Bendela Krim and Shangela. And like I said, remember the with Milk sitting in the background talking about Yeah. <laughs> really? Them? Their top three? <laughs> uh Bendela Krim is a whole ass hater. A whole ass hater. And the whole time. The whole time. And and like really upset because she was safe. And felt well, like Milk really thought she deserved everything. Like every challenge right? go to her, everything. Milk thought that she was and it's like, bitch, you're not as good as you think you are. No. And Milk felt, I don't know, I feel like Milk felt entitled to win these challenges, at least from yeah, the way that it's edited. It was very much given, like, bitch, I'm giving you my time to come back here, bitch, I should win. Right. Well, I have a Mark Jacobs ad. What do you mean I didn't win because my Celine Dion impression wasn't that great and I'm only just safe? Right. Bitch, you better take safe, shut the fuck up, and sit the fuck down. And that would, let me tell you, if I was Kennedy or Thorgy in that moment, I would be Piss the fuck off. I would be pissed I mean, the honestly, fuck off. I feel like all three of them should have been bottom three, but for different reasons. Um, who else was? No, it was just the two of them. Yeah, I, I just feel like Milk should have just gone. Any home. one of them could have justifiably went home that day. Yeah, very much so. Very much so. Um, God, I fucking hate Milk. Yeah, uh, so Kennedy. Yeah, Kennedy and Thorgy are in bottom two. Shangela and Benda LaCreme <laughs> lip sync <laughs> for their legacies, which I thought this was, I thought 
this was like really funny in a, the like cheesiest of like sitcom-y kind of way. Like Binda LaCrim's um, lip sync, because Ben doesn't win, and rightfully so, because Ben did not know the words. Not at but all. because Ben didn't know the words, she gave you this very like Lucille Ball caught in the middle of something like yes. lip sync. Where it was just really comedic. It was, it was so cute. Lucille Ball saying olive oil over and over again because you right. guys not know these words. Even when she was like, okay, so the entire time she's like pretending as if she's supposed to be following Shangela and yeah. mimicking the exact same movements, but she has, that she has no idea about. Even Shangela sees it and it's damn near about to laugh. Because it was just, it was so funny. It she was, was so like, funny. I'm not going to lip sync shit, but I'm going to give y'all a show. Right. She's like, I don't know these words, but we're going to turn this out. And she did. She didn't win because she didn't know the words. Shangela takes it. Shangela wins uh, $10,000 and decides to send Thorgy Thor home. Uh, Thorgy, who is rude and disrespectful, uh, their uh, farewell message on the mirror was, woo, drag is fun. Suck it, Shangela, with two L's. Because Shangela hates that her name, when people spell her name with two L's. And that right there, that really pissed me off. Me too. Okay. And you know, we both know why. Mm -hmm. Um, If a Black person or any person of color looks at you and says that my name is this and it's spelled this way and to please spell it correctly, it shouldn't be a, it shouldn't be a secondary thought. It shouldn't be an issue in any way, shape, or fashion. It shouldn't be used for fodder and it shouldn't even be used in any like sad attempt at vengeance because that's what this was. It was disrespectful. It was willingly disrespectful. I know some of the whites that listen to this for whatever reason are going to ask, why is that the case? Well, it is as someone who has a name that is quote unquote spelled weird, even though you hear every fucking letter in my name. It's (laughs) every single one. Our names have been a consistent point of disregard and disrespect over the years because it's always either oh, I can't pronounce that or I'm I'm not going to attempt to get the pronunciation correct even though y'all can pronounce all these Jewish ass last names with no fucking problem. <laughs> right. With our names, it's too hard. It's too many letters. Or y'all will spell it wrong over and over and over again even after we tell y'all how to properly spell it. Mm-hmm. Or you get that shit on the other side where it's like, oh, you guys are so colorful and unique. And it's like, bitch, fuck you. Like, right. So this is why Sorgi doing that pissed me off to a, such a level because it was like, not It was willful and it was intentional. And it was intentional to be disrespectful. It was intentional to be disrespectful. Continuing to perpetuate that same trope of using our names as a level of disrespect and then in and attempting to weaponize the spelling and pronunciation or whatever it may be weaponizing our names because they're not what you're used to and then in turn empowering the fans to be just as ignorant to continue to do it yep so that's why it's like we do say the drag race fans is pretty racist but it comes but y'all, from white queens and root. Yes. And the white queens, whether you know it or not, or whether you are willing to acknowledge or not, many of the things you do and say are contributing factors to this. 
Very much so. Um, so you can't put up the. And once again, I want to specify too, post. like whether you know it or not, like. And I said, now to be clear, because I said the same thing about Valentina, it is not wholly on the white queens because sometimes the queens of color like Valentina will weaponize the fans against other queens of color. But <laughs> so will the black queens if it's Bob against Monet. That well, yes, but. <laughs> Valent, I say Valentina because Valentina was like the biggest culprit of this. The way that she weaponized her fans against Aja. She didn't weaponize her fans. She, she just didn't say anything when they got mad. That's no, what it she was. She encouraged it though because I went because I I watched that season and at that time I didn't give a fuck about Valentina, but I was like, let me check the socials right just to see. She didn't say directly go attack Aja, but she very much encouraged. It's kind of the same way Nicki Minaj does with the barbs. It's like she's not saying do it, but she's retweeting the shit. And she, you know what I'm saying? So it's like she's encouraging it without saying it. It's the same. That's the same shit Valentina did. Okay. From my understanding, it was, it wasn't necessarily what she was liking or wasn't disliking. A lot of their, like as a cast, a lot of their um, issues with her came from her unwillingness to shut these people the fuck. Down. I mean, yeah, and that's what everybody—that's what people say about Nicki Minaj. What people say about Beyonce, and that's yeah. All the girls talk about that with like saying, each other and their fan base. It's like you need to shut these girls. The you fuck need to down. shut it down. That I mean, yes, that is usually the problem. It's like, but you could stop this. But yeah, you didn't say that to stop it, but you also encouraged it. Right, like, not saying anything, and B, this is the stuff that you're retweeting, that you're liking, that you're reposting. People are getting this level of clout off of this from you. You know what I'm saying? And this attention from you off of attacking this person who you may or may not still have an issue with. Right. No, that's so very true. It's it's very much the same thing. Yeah. No. It's that's that's very true. That's very true. Um. So Shang Shangela. Uh, so yeah, Shangela sends Thorgy home, and that leads us into episode three, which is aptly called "The Bitchler." Um, it is which, an improv me, challenge. So to me, the improv challenge, with the exception of Kennedy, was kind of forgettable. Um, to Kennedy, me, Ben, Kennedy, Ben. Okay, yeah, Ben. Ben was Ben was funny as fuck. Shangela um, was funny. Shangela was funny. But Hold it's on. like it's not enough to even really talk about the challenge. Like we can kind of forget about the challenge and go straight into the runway. Well, the challenge, the thing is though, is like this this is like the further cap on the milk delusional brand. Yeah. Because yeah. remember, like her delusion is what fucks Trixie up. Cause Trixie was actually really fucking funny. Mm-hmm. She just she <laughs> she got tossed. She got not even tossed. She just got steamrolled in the in the challenge, you know. This milk wouldn't shut the fuck up. Right. Well, they um they're gonna go on a double date with Jason Joseph. What is his name? Jeffrey. Jeffrey Boyer Chapman. Ah, oh, that was Trixie. <laughs> um, and the groups break up into Bibi Sahara and Benda La Creme, where mm-hmm. Bibi Sahara is a shy virgin, does not play it that well. But Benda La Creme plays the most fantastic smushed banana eating cougar you will ever see. 
Yes. The line, don't come to my house after nine o'clock because that's when my Xanax kicks in, lives rent free in my head. I enjoy it. Double date number two was Milk and Trixie Mattel. Milk was the psycho stalker and Trixie was supposed to be the fake bitch and Trixie had it down. But like I said, Milk went on. Milk's performance was like super steamrolly and it was terrifying. It was terrifying. Um, And also she thought, she thinks she killed it. Like she swears she's like going to win this challenge. And everybody else is like, nah, mama, no. Yeah, no. Yeah, no. Um, Aja plays, next is the Aja and Kennedy. Aja's a super needy girl. Kennedy is a party girl who just really was somebody's auntie. And that was really great. Um, then we get Chi-Chi Devane and Shangela, and they were supposed to be a polyamorous duo. Shangela was funny, great comedic timing. Chi-Chi, not so much. Um, so bottom, is it bottom two, bottom three? Bottom two are, I'm sorry, bottom three are Aja, Chi-Chi, and Milk. Once again, Milk is so delusional. Um, top two is Bender LaCrum and Kennedy Davenport. And one of the most iconic moments in Drag Race history. <laughs> Kennedy finally gets to shut Milk's ass up. It's still nice about it. It's still fucking nice about it. It's still nice about it, but mm-hmm. definitely shuts milk and milk's ass up and sends her home <gasps> with great response. Milk, milk, no, no, milk, no. <laughs> he don't need to know nothing else. Milk, no, That's she don't right. do that. He ain't got to talk about nothing else. Right, milk. She, <laughs> she's more like what she says is far more respectful. Every nigga knew what the fuck that was. And it really was this bitch going, Milk, get this bitch out of here. Yes. Milk Milk is delusional before the exit. Um, Still confused. Um, I honestly don't even think. Like, the wigs on wigs on wigs wasn't even that, like, great. Um, Nobody really. Like, it it just was, like, meh. Um, Yeah. uh, Milk's. Uh, farewell message was love you girls, but y'all know this is bogus. Stay amazing, milk. Bitch. All right. So the creme de la creme, the the most sought after and anticipated challenge in all of drag race, um, finally is bestowed upon us. Uh it was February 15, 2018. Oh my god, bitch, you are really happy. <laughs> I know, get these niggas hype and it's just a Snatch Game. <laughs> it wasn't even that great of a Snatch Game. That's the wild part. I thought it was really funny. Like, and I it, had it a good time. But the thing is, of all the Snatch Games in the history, what in top five? Um, I wouldn't say that. I wouldn't I say that because Ben's um, Paul Lynn was fucking hilarious. Aja's Crystal LaBeja, like, Aja's Crystal LaBeja was fucking it. And I wish they showed more of it. Because when that bitch said, when RuPaul asked, it's like, oh, are you having a good time? And Aja confidently looked up and said, no, darling, not at all. I wish I was never here. Yes. (laughs) And it was Monique. Monique told me none of the true beauties will be here at the stage. 
like she knew exactly what said, she was doing. They didn't show enough of Aja. But when they did those two times, that bitch was no, hilarious. It was funny when they showed Aja. Hilarious. But I couldn't get over Chi Chi doing my Angelou and didn't know how to spell it. Right. Which, okay, I, let's be perfectly honest. The way Maya Angelou's name is initially spelled looks like Maya, not Maya. Not to defend Chi Chi's spelling, but more so to drag RuPaul's like Maya Angelou. It's like, no, nigga, that actually says Maya. You could have just said you missing an A, sis. But no, no, you wanted to play a game talking about Maya. Get the fuck out of here. That said Maya, okay? It wasn't spelled correctly, but it said Maya. <laughs> fuck out of here. <laughs> you know I'm right, too. Maya Angelou. It was like, where'd you get Maya from? This actually is how Maya spells her name. Maya. But the point <laughs> is, well, it's cute pointing out that your name spelled wrong, bitch. Like, right, but if you're gonna try and read a bitch for a, a spell or a name that's spelled wrong, how about we actually make sure that the name that we're saying makes sense? Because she spelled Maya. Fuck out of here, Maya Angelou. And had the nerve to be in sins. And I'm sitting here like, well, where the fuck you get Maya from, bitch? <laughs> get the fuck on. Fucking ass bullshit. RuPaul be trying to play that slick shit. Oh, uh, and speaking of RuPaul, uh, we get RuPaul times, too. <laughs> Every time somebody does RuPaul on the Snatch Game, I hate it. Every fucking time. Okay, I loved, like, years ago, Jessica Wilde's version of Didn't RuPaul, like where it was just, like, like this manic figure where no one understood what the fuck was happening. <laughs> yeah, and that's why I did I, I didn't like it. I did, Every time somebody does RuPaul on the Snatch Game, I hate it. Every fucking time. Nobody has done it in a way that, make, that I like it yet. So Trixie actually talks Also, about, every time somebody does Beyonce, I hate it too. Yeah, you can't do Beyonce. Like you just can't. She don't talk enough. No. You don't know enough about her to do Beyonce. <laughs> no. Like you if you want to do Beyonce, you gotta make sure you at the very least have her accent down so you can say stupid, crazy, fucked up shit. And it at least sounds it like at least her. sounds like her, yeah. Yeah. Um I okay, so in defense of Trixie's RuPaul, right? It was bad, but I feel like it was bad because, and Shangela actually put it the best fucking way. It was a bunch of one-liners where it yeah. was put all in the wrong place. Like it was, it was all in the wrong. It was all place. jumbled. Yeah, yeah, it just didn't make sense. Like the thing she said, I found fucking hilarious. Because like, winner, winner, it. chicken dinner, bitch. I like, like I didn't, I don't hate using the RuPaul isms. Like everything is available on iTunes or the winner winner. Like I don't hate that. It's just the way you. It didn't make sense the way you were doing it. When Trixie said, "I tucked my boss too tight," blacked out, woke up, panicked, and just wrote "available on iTunes" on the car. I screamed. I screamed, and I'm like, how? Does no one find this funny? This is fucking hilarious. <laughs> that was funny. Trixie never tucks, but also is always in these bodysuits. Beach This bitch got a piece of foam up front that's just flat. It's like, I I'm about to say, never. what the fuck do that say about what Trixie working with? Like, it's like, <laughs> shut up, bitch. Um, Again, love yeah, you, Trixie's, girl. Trixie's RuPaul was. It was not good. It got so bad that 
uh, BB as Grace Jones turns around and goes, shut up, RuPaul. <laughs> um, Shangela. I mean, honestly, the only snatch game I've seen worse than this one, well, take that back. Because it's been a few. <laughs> it's not the worst snatch game. Because the worst snatch game was the season Latrice Royale was on. Oh, uh, uh, which one? Because both, of her, both with, of her snatch games are bad. Yeah, not, no, and not it, even her. No, it's everybody else. But yep. the, with Jiggly Caliente is Snooky and that like Snooky want to smush smush. <laughs> that was awful. Okay, so the most recent one. Can you Michaels is Beyonce and she kept doing this, and then. Yeah, it was that was terrible. <laughs> so the most recent one has Gia Gunn as um Jenny Bowie, Cardi B's like nail tech, I guess. Yes. And Latrice is Della Reese. And throughout all of this, Gia is making these like jabs at Latrice in the middle of it. And it just it doesn't make sense. Like she calls Latrice big, she calls Latrice a man. Like it was a bunch of these little things and it just built up, and Latrice looks at this bitch and goes, why are you talking to me? <laughs> Latrice, I'm every so... time Latrice on Snatch Game, it just goes south. They don't need to have her on a Snatch number. Gia Gunn is, like, really mean, and now I've heard she's gotten a lot nicer since she's transitioned, Girl. but she was really mean. Like, like... really fucking mean. Like, not even, like, funny mean. Just really fucking mean. Yeah, mean girl mean. It's just unnecessary yeah, mean girl like, mean. like, consistently trying to cut people down. Like, just really fucking mean. Yeah, I don't I don't feature her. And actually, I think I might have her blocked. If I don't get mad, I just block and I... Re- I already told you. I just block and I report your page. And if you get taken down, bitch, you get taken down. I don't give a fuck. It could be a page... <laughs> It could be a page of nothing but you and your children frolicking in the sunshine. I'm going to report that shit, and I hope they take it down. Fuck you. Um, oh, as I mentioned, BB was Grace Jones. Chi-Chi was... <laughs> bitch, why... Okay, this is a, this is another read. Uh, why they got it actually listed as... Look at this stupid shit. This is rude. This is rude. I hate these niggas. <laughs> Not this is rude. Wait a minute. You see this? Not why? Yet. It hasn't come up yet. Now why? I'm like, this is just rude. Do that. I did that like Kennedy and Phaedra. I like I Shangela really and like Jennifer it. Lewis because that made sense. Shangela slayed that shit. She did, but that's also like her roommate. Like it makes sense. Like yeah. It's... But Ch- Shangela turned that 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 shit was fucking hilarious. And and for me, honestly, Shangela as Jennifer Lewis is one of the better, one of the like best snatch yeah, games. One of the better snatch games, yeah. Because it was flawless. Like, uh, I'm sitting here going through menopause. I don't know what they call it. Menopause ain't no man up in it. Like that yeah. shit was hilarious. And even yeah. like, okay, I know Paul Lynn because I watched a lot of Hollywood Squares as a Same. child. Same. So it was. I thought the Paul Lynn was. Fucking hilarious. The ball in was really good, but the wild part is, although I liked Kennedy as Phaedra Parks, Kennedy as Little Richard was better. Was way better. That's what everybody said, though. That's, that's exactly what everybody said, was Kennedy as Little Richard was way better. 
Yeah. Like way better. Um, and they were like, I liked Kiss Ranger Parks. I thought it was funny, but not all of it. It was like funny. Was like, I think it was like one or two lines that were funny. Most of it was kind of bland. <laughs> okay. You want to know what I thought was really funny? Yes. Phaedra Park had that frack suit on. Um, Phaedra Park. Uh, Kennedy as Phaedra Parks had that frack suit on, right? Yes. Foreshadowing. <laughs> right? Right. <laughs> right. I saw that and I looked at RuPaul's face because RuPaul was like, what is she? Oh, she's fracking. <laughs> I'm like, oh, bitch, you think they trying to read you? It was a read. It was a read. <laughs> I saw that. It was like, oh, that's right. I think Portia, I mean, Phaedra was fracked. She was she wasn't fracked. Frick. It was she like, oh, bitch. fracking that, but it also was a whole ass read towards RuPaul. <laughs> no, because she was fracking in. We just didn't know. I mean, she said, "Oh, fracking? What she is she fracking?" But like, you know a lot about movie. that, don't you? She and it, ah! it caught her off guard. Like it was like, oh, uh huh. <laughs> like, yeah. oh, buddy, okay. That shit. I thought that shit was fucking hilarious. So let's get to the runway. Um, the runway theme is uh, flower power. Um, I actually really enjoyed this um, theme. So it I opens I, I with... Watched, it's been like almost a month since I watched this, so I'm trying to remember the looks. Um, I'm actually trying to pull them up real quick. Yeah. So Aja... Are they all? Yes, all no, I do remember. Good. I remember now, yes. Like, they all look pretty decent. I did enjoy their Kennedy's, movie. I got what they were saying about Kennedy's. Um, I, always, but, they were saying, I always get what they say about Kennedy. But Kennedy has a very old style of drag. Like, Kennedy has yeah. a, like vintage back-of-the-club style of drag. You know what I'm saying? Like... Yeah, and her style. It's her like drag Tamisha Mai. Kennedy and Tamisha Mai have a very similar, like very vintage pageant girl. I'm dressing and painting for the back of the club style of drag, right? Yeah, and never it's, part without the breastplate. Always got the big jewels on. Like that's just, and I appreciate that style because that style of drag that I was first introduced to when I was out in the clubs. That style of drag that I kind of came up on. But I also get a lot of newer girls don't do that no more. Yeah, I th- I think there's definitely a place for the type of embellishing that um, Carson was like having an issue with when it came to Kennedy, and I also understood too like what his thing was. Yeah. Um. Okay. So here they are. Um. I live. So the, I believe the first person out was in fact Aja. I loved Aja's look. Like I loved this look. And Aja looked I do like Aja. I think Aja's look prettier since. They, that that look from the last runway, her kawaii uh, neon genesis evangelion bodysuit with the bows. Yeah. They say, oh, well, this is the prettiest that you've ever looked. I don't I think, think, this, I think was, this was. The I think this was for Aja very much. So. It's very ladies that brunch. Yeah, it's just so demure it's for very somebody like, who's so with such a big personality. Yeah, it's very like Sunday brunch. It's super cute. Like I really enjoy it. 
Yeah, I absolutely love that look on Aja. BB's was everything. Yes. BB's gown. BB's gown. But again, was very like rich Upper West Side lady. Impeccable. Like, so darn. Like, just gorgeous. You want to talk? He, Milk is worried about bitches go about Celine Dion going to the Met and that garbage. You need to be worried about BB walking and gracing places. Yes. Um, they have bins, which I thought it was cute. I it didn't really cute. care too much for it. I didn't. I never like the hair with a lot because she does a lot of those one big shoulder looks. Yeah. I never like the hair with. I don't like. Her it's hair always hair. something here and then something here. And it's always like it's so much happening on this one side. You look like you're gonna fall over. Right. I mean, it was. It's okay. It's okay. It's cute enough. It's. I don't I, think that it. I don't think it was a winning look. But no. You know. No. I would say that definitely no. Um, Chichi, I enjoyed Chichi's. I did feel like there was something off in the proportion, though. The thing about Chi-Chi's look is that this look very much gave me Charlotte Russe. This look I was thinking Fashion Nova, yeah. Yes. You know what? Let's yes. let's not play Chi-Chi like that. At least Angel Brinks. Okay. But then I was lost on that. Remember that one store used to be in the mall? What was it called? Where it's like you can get the prom dresses, but also a gasse. Remember that store? <gasps> Bitch, I forgot. That's what it's giving. It's very much giving a guy say. Yeah. 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 <laughs> I mean, it's pretty. It's pretty. It's I just feel like there's like, something off. It's very like shorty down the street got to go to a wedding, but she also trying to get chose. Exactly. That's what it's very much giving. Yeah. The shoes, everything. Everything about it is giving like the girl who don't really go nowhere got to dress up. Shut up, bitch. It's giving you taking a hood bitch to brunch. It's giving you, you know what I'm saying? The girls mm-hmm. who normally go to the hood dance club is going to the lounge this weekend. Like, that. this is what this is giving. I just, I wish the mesh extended a little bit more in the, like, torso the area. Of that, the skirt it's just off. is terrible. Those yeah. are awful. That hair with that dress with those proportions is terrible. I actually thought that that she she looked of overall. I thought she she looked very pretty. Her I face, was just, it was just beautiful. proportion. And I like from the neck up, beautiful. But that face and hair with that dress wasn't giving. I could kind of see it because she's country. You know what I mean. But so it's like country slut at a. <laughs> Country girl, and be like, you know what? It's country that's slut it. at a garden party. It is. <laughs> like that's it's like it's I was like, okay, Derby. I get it. Like it's I definitely get it. Girl goes to the Kentucky Derby. That's what this is. That's what it is. Like it's. Ooh. No, I got the whole look. I just there was something. To it. it it wasn't doing it for me. Off about it. Um. Okay. You got Kennedy. Um. Kennedy's. I hated Kennedy's look. It looked, it looked like roaches to me. I didn't hate Kennedy's look. I hated it. Them sunflowers um, looked like bugs to me. I 
I just felt like it was maybe a little bit too much. That's why I was saying, like, I got what Carson was saying, where it's like, it's a bit much. And it is. It's a bit much. It looks like um, she has bugs crawling on her. I didn't <laughs> um, no, I I hate the hair. I hated, I hated everything about her. I hated the shit in the hair, but I liked the hair by itself, if that makes I sense. I didn't like none of this. None of it. Yeah, if there, at least for me, a few tweaks would have made this better it's and like, honestly take 50 percent of this shit off for me to like it because as it stands this is like what the fuck is going on this is like this is something that i would prefer to see in like a denim as a throwback to the 90s with the sunflowers and the yeah, light the sunflower denim. When they did, like, was, like, um, the, as opposed uh, like, to the brown style denim gown with the sunflowers on it it was it would have been given blossom and i would have got into it yeah, but I wish collar, it was something. Like yeah, it was just with that collar and them sunflowers and that red. It's just too many things happening, and, and then the leaves at the solid. bottom. Yeah, it was it was just too much, girl. Um, Shangela's <laughs> Shangela's was cute. I said, "All right, ma'am, I see what you're doing." It was it was Beyonce's pregnancy shoot, which I thought yeah. was the idea. It was cute. It was cute. And she was also pregnant during it. Um, yeah, because it was Beyonce's maternity shoot for the twins. It was a cute idea. Now, one of my favorites was actually Trixie's. Because I really... I enjoy Trixie's look a lot. I thought Trixie's probably was the most um, realistic, if that makes sense. Like, yeah. realistically fashionable one. Right. Um it was like she was giving you real girl, like real. She was girl giving you outfit. Japanese, yeah. She was but giving also, you Japanese like, street fashion. Fulfilling the ball, yeah. Very, I I did enjoy hers. Yeah, she was giving you. She was it giving was you living doll. My, no, Aja's was my favorite, but to me, if we were just going by looks alone, it should have been Aja and Trixie. But everything included, no. Um, <laughs> it should have been. Trixie and BB. Okay. That, yeah. yeah, that gown yeah. that BB had. That was, gown was. That was beautiful. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Um. Oh, that gown was beautifully done. I just can't get over that. And it's like these girls like really do in the work though. But I feel like that's what Kennedy was going for and missed. Uh. Yeah. That's why like I'm saying overshot like overshot the mark. But there I, were a few what choices that um there were a few lefts that were made. Because Kennedy's um, country and country girls tend to be really over the top, especially when it comes to like, accessories and stuff. Yeah, you can be over the top, but it's just knowing. But it how was to like over that. the top and not styled well. Yeah, that's the thing. Because I can take a lot of shit on. If but it's, it's like well. this was a lot of shit. It's like, like it's a really lot of no shit reason. and not styled well. So yeah. I don't know how to handle this. And it wasn't like 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 I was saying like even if it's the simple thing is like changing the fabric to a denim to a fabric denim. would would but change the whole honestly, perspective even on even making that dress strapless would have done something. Um, that would have just gave her room her. to put more glue to her. It would have took all her neck into her hair. If we took all that shit off her neck and just made it <sighs> strapless, 
No, she would have just glued them from I know, here up to here. <laughs> like this was gonna happen regardless, whether collar or no collar. This shit was gonna be all up, all up that neck, and all in that hair. And there was no getting out of it, girl. You know that shit is true too. I do. She would have glued them sunflowers all the way up her fucking shoulder, creeping up her neck, all up into the hair, into that ponytail. Right. Yes, I know. Uh, oh my god. Uh. Uh-uh. But Alexis um, Pale has the same problem. It's always like, can we just dial it back just a little bit? Like, that, one I hate less to say it. bun. That's that like classic drag queen shit, too. Right. It's like, can we have one less bun or one less embellishment? It's like, just take it back one step. <laughs> yeah, it's like, can we just dial this down just a touch? Yeah, just like, just a touch. Take one part off, and right. it will be good. Like, um, so we end up with, uh, well, the critiques happen, of course, and everyone talks about how bad Trixie was. And Trixie actually breaks down and admits to um, not necessarily feeling confident and feeling shaky in this competition and actually being really afraid of that. Because by this point in real life, Trixie has a pretty viable, not only music career, but also career just in entertainment. Mm-hmm. Um, in in field of comedy. So for her to not come out well on one of like a challenge like this, it it does shake you to your core, especially when being funny is what you do it's every day. What you do. Yeah. Um I got that too. I was like, yeah, bitch, I get it. I definitely get it. Um oh so um I'm sorry. Vendela Krim and Shangela end up being in the uh, top two that gets a lip sync for their legacy. Um, the bottom three are Chi-Chi Devane, Kennedy Davenport, and Trixie Mattel. Um, they do uh, Kiss the Girl by, what is her name? Katy Perry. Katy Perry. I hate that song. I do too. There's a part of me that enjoys it when I want to go out and pretend to be a three-beer queer. where i want to hear it after like three beers and i'm like i want to be really gay and put that on and start like scream singing it i don't like none of it and this is why it's i mean it's queer baiting as fuck well it's little to do with Katy perry because you know whatever Katy perry is who she is but more to do with the fact that things like this are why bisexuality isn't taken seriously. Yeah, it's queer baby. You straight girls get out there and decide, oh, it's fun. Let me make out with all these girls. And it's like, okay. and then y'all jump back because y'all sober now and y'all want to act like the shit never happened. So when real bisexual girls or pansexual girls get out there and they want to date other women, the legend's like, no, because you hoes is all them Saturday night last weekend and we won't have time. So, it's not even just like I don't know what it is about. There's just there's a segment population of just women who like to get drunk and not only make out with girls but make out with random dudes and like random gay boys, and they don't ask for your permission. You just just look up, and there's a white girl like suction to your face, and they're almost always sucking and going, and you're like, for fuck's sake, get off me, bitch. Yes. Uh, 
Um, but nonetheless, it's white girls. It's almost almost always white. Exclusively white women. Yeah. Yeah. And it's sexual harassment, you dumb bitches. It's actually assault. It's assault. Like, I'm not harassed at this point. I've been fully assaulted. It's, it's, it's. it's (laughs) Full ass assaulted. Sexual assault. Like, y'all gotta chill. Right. Um, Oh, I'd be remiss to, if I didn't remember, if I didn't, uh, I'm sorry, mention that Nicole Byer is also on this episode. Nicole Byer ends up in a lot of drag race. She's a super fan. She has a drag race podcast. I do enjoy Nicole Byer. Yeah, she's like good friends with everybody, too. Yeah, people like love her. everybody. Like, oh, she hangs out with Trixie. She, oh, she's over here on Monet shit. Oh, oh yeah. fuck. Drag Race girls fucking. Love oh, her. she loves Monique. Yeah. Drag um, Race girls love her. So uh, they lip sync to "I Kissed a Girl" by Katy Perry, and it actually, if I remember correctly, it was actually a double win. Uh, yeah. Both Benda Lacrim and Shangela win. Um, they both won a wig wardrobe courtesy of Rockstar Wigs and a $1,000 gift card from Cool House Ice Cream. <laughs> love. So can we talk about how much I love Cool House Ice Cream? Is that still real? Yeah, no. They sell it at the grocery store down the street for me. So okay, they go, so when I watch like reality shows... And I love... It, they didn't fall into the Drag Race curse of being a whole ass scam and going that's what that's exactly like not just a scam but like either way whether it's a scam or the people that run it are scammers they just go out of business no they cool house ice cream is still very much functioning they're always at afropunk they still actually i'm pretty sure they still sponsor drag race too they do i love cool house ice cream i do i pay more for it because i love it so much as long as it's okay, as long as it's functional and still good, and it's still ran by women, it's still ran by queer women. Oh, I oh, okay. That, well, that makes sense. It's drag race. Yeah, and I've met the I've met them, and they're they're lovely people, and you know <laughs> they are they're lovely. But it's the ice cream is so good. Like it's Brooklyn's favorite. Like they we love Cool House in this house. Uh, that is a non-paid sponsor. It's not uh, an ad. I just really like this fucking ice cream. But it could so y'all be a send me some, sponsorship. Y'all or, want to sponsor us over here? I'm, ambassador I'll take her. it. I because I just love the ice cream. That's not an ad. But if y'all want to pay me to tell me, tell me, continue to tell me how much I love it, sure, I'll take it. I mean, we'll happily do it. I love like, it. I'm like toast intolerant. And uh, no, I'll get some tums. They make a um a vegan version too, which is also. Oh, I was about to say, bitch! If you tell me a sorbet or a sherbet, I'm hanging the fuck up. I'm so no. sick of niggas being like, they got sherbet. No, I don't want fucking good. sherbet. Sherbet's if I wanted fucking sherbet, I would have said sherbet. I yeah, sherbet's not ice cream. I don't know how people do that. They that shit is so disrespectful. And it is. Oh, it makes me so mad. Yeah, no. I got sorbet. Nigga, I don't want it's sorbet. It's always like, if I wanted sherbet, I would fucking said sherbet. If I if wanted, I wanted that, that shit, like, it's not I would have said I that shit. I enjoy, don't get me wrong, I enjoy them both. But if I, I don't like sherbet. I do like ice a, cream. I, I don't mind a sorbet. I don't like sherbet at all, but also not ice cream. No. Stop Even one me. of these things is ice cream. No. Stop trying to make me believe that this is an acceptable, like, that's acceptable like, they got uh, replacement. Yogurt, that's not ice cream. I'll take frozen yogurt, but it's still not ice cream. I love yeah. frozen yogurt. And frozen yogurt is a hit or miss for me. 
It depends. Yeah, the thing is, it depends on what place you go to. Because if you, if it's not full of sugar, they clean their machine. <laughs> then be. The thing is, if they don't, and I've learned this because I used to work at an ice cream store. What I have found out, if you don't clean, if the store doesn't clean their frozen yogurt machines regularly like they should, it makes it taste like pickles, which is very. Oh strange. yeah, because it's fermented. It's fermenting in there. It's very weird. It's very, very weird. Yeah, it's and spoiling. Like, gotta clean that shit once a week, my nigga, because yeah. it, it, it starts to taste like pickles. Because I don't eat frozen yogurt that frequently, so I never ran into that. Then somebody told me that was the case. So I was like, that's a lie. Then I went to another frozen yogurt place that wasn't the ice cream place I worked at, mm-hmm. and I had it, and it tastes like pickles, and I was pissed. Yeah, no, that makes sense. I mean, it definitely makes sense. Yeah. Um this so is a random ice cream rant, but let's get back. <laughs> uh so they won a wig wardrobe courtesy of Rockstar Wigs and a thousand dollar gift card from Cool House Ice Cream. A thousand dollars to buy ice cream. Which they did you notice too? Because I think in the challenge, the one of the challenges, I think Aja won a year's worth of hamburgers from hamburger berries it's like random eating like i'm like can't i just have the money for the hamburgers right (laughs) what like get the fuck out of here um but that oh yeah we end up with the bottom three and the saddest thing for me was actually like chi chi being like yeah i i know she's like like, she's like i know i gotta go and she just said, like, literally, like, just be fair. Like, just be fair. Like, if I say, I say. If I go, I go. Um, yeah. But Chi-Chi knew. And even when, like, um, I believe it was Shangela. No, it might have been Ben was talking. Chi-Chi was like, yeah, I was in bottom four times. It's like, nigga, put your hand down. <laughs> you don't need to remind these niggas they know. Yeah. <laughs> um, but both Shangela and Ben, um, end up voting for Chi Chi to go. Which means because well with the the double challenge win, there was a possibility that if Ben or Shangela it picked, could have been two girls. It could have been two different girls, but they both um they both picked Chi Chi. Which it was made, I mean it made sense. It was time. I also think the producers thought that they were going to pull a fast one on these girls. Like, oh, yeah, two of you win, but now two of you have to send somebody home. Yeah. And they're like, no, we're going to send the same person home. Yeah. Which was interesting. And I can't wait for the season where they stop that shit, when the producers are like, oh, yeah, two of you win, but you have to pick two people out of these four, and you can't pick the same two, or you can't hmm. pick the same person. Does that These girls are going to be living. I've never, again, I've watched one season of All Stars outside of this one. So. They change the rules every season. They I know the it got season. the season I watched was weird, and I was like, I don't quite understand what's happening here. Like it was, I like didn't quite get the rules. RuPaul is like, you know what? I'm I'm tired of the rules this season. We're going to try something different. You know what? Next season, we're going to have lip sync assassins. Yeah, and that's the like, only way that you can battle for your 10,000. I was just like, it's a lot going on. Right. And it's I was like, wait a minute. 
So I like, and then the money's rolling over. I'm like, huh? Yeah, I was a little confused. It's like, bitch. It very much feels like RuPaul's like, I don't want to be off TV that long, but I also don't want to actually work. Like, that's what this feels like to me. I feel like that's what a lot of Yeah, it's like, I don't want to be off TV for a really long time because I don't want you girls to forget about me, but I also but... don't do anything. <laughs> But I just want to stand here and tell you girls what to do, tell you where you fucked up, and then leave the rest of it to you. Exactly. Like, I don't <sighs> do too much. All Stars is a scam. <laughs> I'd be so mad. <laughs> Which I'd be so mad that, like, if I was a rude girl and they were like, yeah, we want to come back to All Stars. And I'm like, no. And then they're like, no, you're contractually obligated. We didn't want to pull this card. But nigga, your date and your and this all your shit. Pack up, let's go. I mean, I would a be that have so been living. That have so said no. Oh yeah, they usually respect the fact that if what girl says no, they usually respect that. But in the contract, it they do have that capability that they if they wanted to, you're required. Yes. they could require you to do that. So imagine being required to do that, and you don't want to go on. You right. don't fucking really want to go on, and only to like make it to the top two of the week and not like even have a chance to really like lip sync for your 10,000 because this other bitch next to you did just a little bit better than you and now she gets to lip sync to another hoe who ain't been on in five years and that bitch don't even get the money her goddamn self. Who ain't even a part of the show. Like it's just this bitch just popped up out of nowhere. Like this feels like a scam. Like this feel like a scam, bitch. It did. It really this feel like the ultimate like swiper scam. You know what I mean? It very much is giving. We don't really have the budget to give all of you all this money, so we're gonna. We're gonna hope some of y'all don't do well in this we're shit. We're gonna hope over. some of y'all don't do don't win, so this money can sit because we don't really have the budget to give out this money. So it was ugh, so annoying. Very so big. annoying. Um, it's like, I know y'all got the budget. This show makes so much fucking money. Y'all have this show money. makes a ridiculous amount of money. Um, so Chi Chi is eliminated, and her farewell message is: um, we're we're back to polite messages now. Um, no love all you gals, Shanji. Huh? No more suck my dick, Shanji. <laughs> I'm gonna intentionally misspell your name. Oh, bitch, we forgot to talk about the letter too. Oh, yes. Angela's so. a fake bitch. Yeah. So, but that comes Next up. Next week was on some bullshit, though. Bitch, you knew what the fuck was in that letter when you put that shit up there. Don't act like your motherfucking ass didn't think about that that shit was in there. That's how I felt, too. It's like, you... Like, it's up. Like, everyone can see that it is up. Like You, knew what you the just have to accept it. it. Like, you just have to own this. Like, bite this bullet, apologize, take it down, be done with it. You put it up there because you thought it was funny. Right. And because you, it was the same shit you wanted to say to Shangela. That's why you put right. the shit up there. Or either that or producers said, put this shit up to create drama because y'all too nice. One or the other. Well, Shangela finds a note left by Thorgy because, of course, it's left by Thorgy. That um, find it. That shit was hanging bright and early. Like, oh yeah, it was. Hang- she comes across. She walks into because she, she really did in. walk into <laughs> it. Uh, she finds a level. Uh, uh, I'm sorry, a letter hanging roughly about eye level. Yes. 
That's why she felt very planted because it's like it's right in her line of sight. It's right in your line of fucking sight. Half of it was a letter between Thorgy and Trixie, but Thorgy rounds out the letter saying Shangela's a fake bitch, which was completely unnecessary. And this is the same week where um, Thorgy intentionally misspells Shangela's name, knowing that it aggravates her, um, as well as telling her to suck it for once again. No reason. Thorgy cannot take ownership and accountability when she fails is because of... Thorgy can't take a loss. And it's everybody else's problem. It becomes everybody else's problem. It's because the show set up this queen to win. It's because this queen did, you know, whatever. But it's always... This person's personality was so big, so I didn't get to shine. It's like, what are you talking about? Or I didn't get to shine. And they all... Soon as Shangela walked in the room, the thing is, they knew when Shangela walked in what this was about. So they all started it. Because first thing Milk said, "Oh my God, she's gonna allelu me to death." Like it's like, yeah, definitely that that uh, that ignored uh, ignored that annoyed my ass. Ooh, I am yeah. high. I am so you can see it in my face. Yes, you are. Which, um. Whoa. Uh. Okay. <laughs> But yeah, Trixie has this letter um, that Thorgy left posted on the wall, and Shangela eye level, unfortunately, ends up like walking, pretty much walking face first into the podium. Like Like, she walked into the letter. Talking shit about me. (laughs) (laughs) Like she didn't have to turn her head or nothing. She literally just walked. She walked in the room and the shit jumped in her face. Like Hey, they're telling me I'm terrible and awful and like it's right. Like, and then she's um, like, "Oh my god, I don't want to talk about this letter anymore." It's like you're right, stupid. like it's like you're the one who did this. Like if, you did it, and instead of just like truthfully taking like, okay, you know what? I honestly thought that the second part was funny, but I didn't think it would hurt your feelings, and because of that, I posted this. But right. now that I know that it hurts your feelings, let me apologize for like, this. I let me take it down genuinely. Right. Like, Let me take it down. That, that was too much like, right. Like, right. Because it's it, it, either you didn't know that you were going to hurt her people, or you, or you knew. There were only two options in that. And it's like, if you didn't care, say that. But I'd rather you say I'd rather you say you honest. didn't know. <laughs> but I mean, the thing is, I don't even care if you say you didn't know or you didn't care. I just rather something honest than to act like everybody else is, is overreacting to Right. Them. That's like what, this woman also like just told this girl to suck it, and then you post this shit up on the wall where I'm being called a shady fucking bitch. Like, and then when I ask you about it, you coward. You can, really, you can say I didn't really give a fuck. This is gonna hurt your feelings because you sent my friend home. That's fine. Say that, but right. own it. Don't act like you don't understand why the fuck she's talking about this. Right. Don't you? Right. Exactly. Well, I brought that up because, um, like I said, Chi-Chi is, we're back on the polite, <laughs> the polite and kind farewell messages. Um, love all you gals. Remember to keep it fair, Chi-Chi. <laughs> <laughs> Everybody else has been like, your mama's a leaky pussy ass bitch who should have never given birth right. to you. I'll catch you at the reunion, bitch. Not even all stars. I'll catch you at season 12's reunion, bitch. We're gonna scrap. <laughs> like what? Gigi's just like, be kind, girls. Goodbye. <laughs> <laughs> Gigi's just bye. Thanks for coming. 
<laughs> That's an inside joke, y'all. Uh, it is. You ain't shit for that, though. <laughs> I say that to people. Bye. Thanks for coming. And I'm sure no one gets in. It's like, Not us out. Like, Niggas be thinking I am fucking crazy. Because I, sure I will be cracking the fuck up about the dumbest shit. They like, what? Like, it's only like funny. three of us like, that you had to be there. There's only like three of us that understand that. <laughs> I also randomly think about like battle dancing each other. <laughs> we were idiots. <laughs> Attempting to battle dance each other, that shit. Or random strangers walking. Hilarious. The oh, also, all of RuPaul's dresses. Are no. terrible. Something went left. Yeah, they're awful. Yeah. They're yeah. really, really bad. I'm like, oh. It's like, really? what happened, girl? Oh, the thing okay. is, this is the thing. I don't like most of RuPaul's dresses in any given season, but it's always one or two that I'm like, okay, I get you. Well, yeah. The same fucking dress in different fabric all the time. Yeah. But <laughs> I was like, oh, which I think we loved. Mm-mm. I was yeah, very no. much like, what is going on here? I am confused. Yeah, same. I was like, mm-hmm. I was like, did you did, did you get Raven the week out? Was she going to go do blackface somewhere? What was happening? Why you keep on Raven? Is Raven dressing? I hope not. The dresses aren't in any way, shape, form, or fashion. Like, yeah, every season has its hits and its misses, but there's usually more hits than misses. It's, and well, that's because yeah. they're all from the same silhouette, just like it's different shit around the collar. You know, a bustier. Like, sometimes something in the hair. Like, there's it's all the same dress. There's that RuPaul <laughs> always wears. The one, the, like, column-style ball gown. Yeah. Or... The like the A line ball gown. Yep. Those are two dresses that RuPaul wears. Sometimes you'll get a flourish here. Sometimes you'll get a collar. Some it's the same two. Sometimes you'll get a lot of leg too with the short one. Sometimes you'll get a slit here and there. You might get a short one. Very rare. It's rare. It's very rare. But so sometimes you'll get a bodysuit with a cute. <laughs> when it does, she just looks so uncomfortable. She like let's, she does. Let's like, bitch, Sometimes let's get this you'll get done. a bodysuit with a cute, like, open A-line ball gown skirt, a la Real Housewives, but it's the same dress over and over again. It is. It really is, with just different embellishments, which that kind of feeds into, like, the old school idea of drag, where it's like, if it works, you do it in every color. Yeah. You do it in every pattern. It's just That's sometimes the patterns be off. planning a wardrobe. Hmm? It's also a very masculine way of planning a wardrobe. Yeah, yeah. I mean, think about too, like how well, how expensive also wear the same you know in different prints and colors. Yeah, but I mean specifically, like think about how expensive drag is. Like you find the right oh, shoes that so. fits. Like yeah, but you get that in every color. Yeah, no, it, I completely. Get you it. get you some two, maybe two of the same black ones, the stone one. Yeah. 
Because um, people keep saying RuPaul never wears the same dress twice. I'm like, RuPaul wears the same dress every fucking week. It's just in different that. patterns. That's it. It's like the same three it's styles, just in different, different patterns, cuts, textures, different embellishments. Sometimes they're shiny, sometimes they're not. Like it's the Sometimes same. they have ruching across the bus, sometimes they don't. Yeah, it's the but same. But it's like dress, the same. It literally is the same, like, <laughs> same, like, three, maybe even four gowns every yeah. episode. Yeah. Which I'm like, do you, but like the ones this season, I'm like, this season oh. was weird. It was a wild season. It's like, you but, trying to be adventurous? So I was looking at other RuPaul looks from All Stars, and I realized her All Stars looks never really hit, but it's also because it's very clear this is filler. You know, like it's mm-hmm. very much like, we're not here for a long time. We're just here for a good time. Like it's like <laughs> I'll never forget uh uh one of my favorite moments in RuPaul's drag race history. Um outside of Mimi picking up India Farah and carrying that bitch back on stage is uh-huh. <laughs> is Utica. <laughs> when Utica asked RuPaul to RuPaul stand to up. Stand up. <laughs> Because we all know RuPaul put on sweatpants behind them damn, that damn table. The bitch, right. <laughs> oh, that whole ass. Why RuPaul flipped her ass off like, bitch, you like, don't have to embarrass me. <laughs> like, dead ass just went. <laughs> uh, Utica was brave for that one. Utica was brave. She was brave. That, that rose was still highly uncomfortable, though. So. Hi. Hi. But you like situations. I love it. It's only when they don't involve me. Yeah. But they're just you're just peripheral. (laughs) It is hilarious. So we can finish our drag race next week. (sighs) Oh, next week we'll be doing so that was episodes two, three, and four. And we're gonna Um, finish it up next week. Yeah, we're gonna finish up episodes five, six, seven, and eight next week to round it out. Mm-hmm. Um, for those of you who, well, we already said who's already who's already won, but um, definitely feel free to send messages. And no, don't. Never mind. I take that back. All right, y'all. We're gonna have. I was about to say, what was you about to invite people to do? <laughs> I was gonna say to comment. And I was like, no, don't comment. I don't care. Who like, I don't care who your favorite queen is. I am kind. I would be bold of me to even say the truth. Like, I don't really care about how you feel. I just want you to enjoy this. Listen to this and laugh and leave me alone. <laughs> Pretty much so, because it's like I don't, I don't want to invite most of the drag race fan base to talk to me. No, like I just don't, because I'm, I'm like, it's gonna be some, somebody's gonna say something stupid, and I just don't want to be a part. Yeah, no, definitely. And so, it, it always will happen. It will always happen. I mean, y'all can send no. the voice note. Y'all can send in voice notes and emails. I mean, we don't have to read them, but it may get read. Oh, I wouldn't. I don't read them. Um, if you, the thing is, if they go on Anchor and send over voice notes, I'll listen to it. There's no guarantee it's gonna make it into the show, but I'll listen to it. Do people send voice notes over on Anchor? I've gotten a few. Okay. What the hell are they saying? Well, one said that 
we should give up trying to be journalists. And I was like, bitch, who said we were journalists? Bitch, who trying to be a journalist? Yeah. I mean, there was a few that just said nice things. And I'm like, oh, that's sweet. And thank you. But I don't want to put that in the chat. That's fair. Yeah. But it's, I've gotten a few. Oh, we should be. First, it was you bitches don't, you bitch, you dirty, dark skinned, bitch made niggers don't know what the fuck you talking about. Now it's you dirty, dark skinned, bitch made niggers need to stop trying to be journalists. Nigga, what the fuck do you motherfuckers want? It's like, I don't know who said anything about being a journalist over here. We talk about reality TV. Girl, we are talking about television. We are talking about we talk about reality. That's it. I don't know who was attempting to be a journalist. If you got that, I'm sorry, you are mistaken in that manner, but that's not what we do over right. here. But Girl, also, on your leaky pussy ass mama. Get the fuck out of here. I don't mm-hmm. give a fuck about you. It's that like, would be my going away message when RuPaul's at Drag Race All Stars. See, I vote that bitch off. Oh, <laughs> we appreciate the nice things you guys say oh, to listen about us, but also no, we will never ever read that shit on. We we will not read it. We will not say it on the show because why? But we do appreciate it nonetheless. Oh yeah, definitely, definitely. It's just we'll never ever because we're trash. We're not gonna no. It's it's fine. Well, all right, y'all. I think that wraps up this evening's episode of uh, Reality Rewind. Once again, this is part two of RuPaul's Drag Race All-Stars 3. Yes. We'll be back next, next week with the final portion of it um, yes. where we get our third crowned All-Star Queen. Mm-hmm. Um, there are plenty of spoilers around, so you will already know. <laughs> all right, you can catch us here every Friday. I am Lee from the D. And Sharon, you can follow me on Instagram at Shay's Beauty Diary. All oh right. Sorry, a video just played and it scared the shit out of me. Okay. Uh, <laughs> all right, y'all. All right. I'm too hot for this. Good night. Bye.